Today I'm doing something I haven't done yet on the show. Usually I record these episodes super late at night because I've always been a night owl. Um, but as I get older, I'm starting to realize that early mornings are the way to go. So today I'm going to talk about my strategy for becoming a morning person and also the new album that I can't stop listening to. I have to summon the power of the caffeine gods today. It's uh, it's early. I'm um, going to talk more about that in a minute. But thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. It's the Coffee Buzz, and I am Brad. And um, I just want to say uh, I do so much love all of the five-star reviews I'm getting. And you know who you are, you wonderful people that are doing that. That's awesome, and thank you. It, uh, it does feel nice to to see that people are enjoying this and uh so i couldn't be happier about that another thing that i am super happy about is that my friend dan uh has put out a new album he has a moniker that he goes by called the infinite calling and i'm pretty sure it's just him on this project um he's got five albums out and the latest one is called Beyond the Illusion. And this album, it is really great. It's just one of those that you can put on and it's solid from start to finish. It's what I like to call a complete album. And I, I don't have too many of those on that list, but Dan, his album here, it, it definitely makes it. It is the genre of ambient music, uh, specifically ambient guitar. And What's nice about it is that even though it's instrumental, uh, these songs still tell a story. But with ambient music, it is, it's sort of, uh, it could be your own story. That's the great part about Dan's album here is that it is just so open for interpretation and for, you know, it doesn't have the lyrical attachment that um, maybe most songs do. So it's really nice just to put this on and let your mind sort of wander. And it's, it really has a lot of depth to it. And even though it's got, you know, primarily guitar on this album, it doesn't get repetitive at all. Uh, Dan is great at pushing the limits on what I consider, you know, to be limits on guitar. I'm, I'm a simple guitar player myself. Um, I, I play on acoustic six strings and that's it. Um, <laughs> the Infinite Calling, different story. I think he might have an eight string guitar at this point. Uh, I'm not real sure, <laughs> but it's at least a seven string. I'm almost sure it's an eight. Uh, so he can get some really low notes out of that without going into the detuning uh, range. But it just, this is a, this is a great, way to wake up in the morning. I don't know if I'm doing this right, but I love to listen to this album while I am meditating. It's just one of my motivations for getting up early, uh, this album, uh, getting up and listening to it, it. It's a great way to start the day and just kind of come into it slow. And I've always been a night owl, like my whole life since I was a kid. And uh, even in high school, my mom, when she would wake me up for 
school in the morning, she would have to bring in like a water gun or something to get me out of bed. I mean, she wouldn't start with a water gun. She would come in like a normal, you know, hey, it's time to get up. And as time went on and I didn't get up, she would come in with that water gun. And uh, yeah. I don't have to do the water gun anymore, but I still stay up way too late most of the time, or at least I have been. And then it is a struggle to get up in the morning. Um, and as a seasoned night owl, I've always sort of envied the people that got up early. Um, and I've tried over the years to commit, you know, to getting up two or three hours before I really needed to, um, before I had to be anywhere or do anything. But it just, it, that habit never lasted. It always, you know, a few weeks at a time. So what I did is I figured, why not do some research, see what other people are doing. There's all kinds of advice out there for getting up early. Um, one of them that I saw a lot was getting all the screens out of your bedroom. Now, that really doesn't work for me. Uh, that's where I actually use most of my screens. Um, another one was uh, move your phone uh, or alarm like across the room. And I really don't like that one either. I like to have, you know, the phone close by. And there's also various apps that you can get that make you do these crazy things before they'll actually go off. It's not just as simple as hitting the snooze or dismiss button. Uh, one of them, I thought this was entertaining, you have to get up and uh, turn a few times uh, before it will before it'll go off. And there's even one that goes beyond that where you take a picture of something and uh, beforehand and then when that alarm goes off you have to find this whatever this item was that you took a picture of so that it matches the picture that uh, you know deactivates the alarm. And that's how you have to get up. Pretty creative apps there, but um, I, I don't think that would work for me either. It just doesn't, uh, I, there's too many people in the house and I don't want to be waking them all up at 4.30 in the morning. Um, but then I came across Mel Robbins. She's a motivational speaker slash life coach that Kim turned me on to. And she has a method that works really well for getting up early. Um, it's ridiculously simple, um, but it, it works for me. She uses a technique that she calls um, the five-second rule, and it's not like when you drop something on the floor and can you eat it or not. It's This is a different five-second rule than that. Um, it goes something like this. You know, when the alarm goes off, I basically count back from one, and when I'm done, I just get up out of bed, and like I said, it's very simple um, but it's just because it's simple does not mean it's easy at least not for me um, the logic behind this technique is that you take action before the brain has time to come up with all the excuses um, my brain is amazing at rationalizing why I should stay in bed and coming up with all these perfectly logical reasons for not getting up um, the snooze button was designed for me. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just a slippery slope, though. Uh, I typically hit the snooze button anywhere from five to ten times. And the bad part is that 
it's just a horrible way for me to start my day because the first thing that I'm doing is procrastinating and it just sets the tone all day long and I've noticed when I snoozed on on those days I actually feel less rested than and more tired than when I'm uh, getting up early and just out of bed before I have time to you know go back to sleep the science behind that is when I go back to sleep I've restarted the circadian clock and it takes about an hour and a half for most people to complete that sleep cycle now as much as I love to snooze I don't have time to do it for an hour and a half so uh, then you know what I typically wind up doing is waking up at the last minute uh, and then I'm tired because I've you know jacked up my sleep schedule and uh, the sleep rhythm rather and I'm gonna be rushed and behind all day long and scientists call the effort required to create a new habit uh, activation energy since this isn't really a habit for me yet of getting up early it just takes massive effort uh, especially when it comes to uh, me getting up early uh, this is where that countdown uh, from five comes in and it basically summons up that activation energy if I you know don't get up in that five seconds it's pretty much over uh, my brain will it's gonna hit the e-brake and it's gonna stop me in my tracks another method that really works is creating a why um, I didn't make a list more of a mental list but just things that I wanted to accomplish and it wasn't gonna happen if I'm sleeping till the absolute last minute and rushing throughout my day um, once I started uh, to list all the, the reasons for getting up early it just made it a lot easier um, and you probably already know this um, I'm just really slow and I'm super immature for my age so forgive me if this is all common knowledge <laughs> but um, most of why I do this podcast is to teach myself <laughs> I'm just trying to be my own life coach because I'm, I'm much too lazy to pay for one what's strange is it actually feels good to wake up early when I start the day now I feel like I'm doing something positive for myself and that feeling just sort of carries throughout the day um, it's also nice to greet the day before sunrise you know and to to wake up slow with no sense of urgency I can just listen to the infinite calling meditate and sort of just gradually make my way out the door you know for a run or uh, maybe recording an episode I've noticed my creativity has increased in the morning um, just having that time to meditate and um, be contemplative before the day begins it just refuels that that creative energy and I've been having all kinds of ideas um, I can tell I sleep better too. It's um, it's all about those circadian rhythms and consistency, um, and because I'm I think more rested, I I just feel more present, you know, through the rest of the day, um, because I'm not just sitting there beating myself up about wake waking up late and not getting anything done, um, without sounding you know too esoteric. I it gives me just this feeling of serenity throughout the day 
um, watching the sun come up while drinking some some Boyd's coffee here. It uh, it's just therapeutic. Um, there's a long list also of successful people that get up obscenely early. Um, but one of my favorite examples is Kobe Bryant. Um, he was asked in this interview what sets him apart from from other basketball players, and one of the things he said was that he gets up at, I don't know, three or four in the morning every day. And that gives him time to put in more workouts than maybe somebody that gets up at, say, the average time of between six and seven. Um, and that those three hours a day or four hours, whatever it might be for the for the average person, it adds up. And, you know, you you if you amortize that out over you know, 30 years, you've given yourself a lot of time. Uh, I'll just break it down for a month. Uh, if you, if I keep getting up at uh, the 4.30 mark, uh, you know, over a year, I basically give myself an extra month of time. And I mean, that's powerful. Time is probably the most prized commodity that anybody has. Now, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be dunking anytime soon, but this is a clear advantage. And uh, one of the things on my list, training for the Austin Turkey Trot, uh, I'm definitely not prepared because that race is coming up soon. But that's that's really never stopped me before, for better or worse. Um, I mean, I could probably get through the five mile course right now, but it would not be pretty. Um, oh, and just so everyone knows. All turkey trots are five miles. I, I only say that because it, it, it sort of bit me one year. I, me and Chris went out to a turkey trot. This might have been the last one I ran, uh, the turkey trot in Phoenix. So Chris and I head down there, and we are all ready to go. And foolishly, we thought it was a 5K. So I don't know where we got that idea. But... So we go down, we're in the race, and about the three, two to three mile mark, we noticed that there's no end to this thing. And it wasn't one of those races that loops around, it was just a straight shot. And so we get in, you know, we start asking people at about mile four, how long is this race? It's a 5K, right? And everyone starts laughing at us. They said, no, this, this is a five miler. You know, that's, that's what a turkey trot is. <laughs> so we went five miles uh, painfully to the end. And we are probably, I would say, six miles from our, from our cars at this point because we didn't know where the course was going to end. We thought it would just loop back to where yeah, everyone was parked. At this point, we are worn out. We are we are gassed out, and it's Thanksgiving Day, so there's not a lot of cars out. It's uh, you know, I mean, there's a few, but so we're sitting there just wondering how we're going to get home, and we didn't have phones on us because I I don't even think smartphones were out were out back then, so <laughs> we couldn't get a hold of anybody to tell them to come pick us up, and so we start hitchhiking and luckily uh, we found a really nice guy he stopped and he gave us a ride 
he even uh, he had he was in a truck and i would have told us to get in the back because man you know after running five miles even in uh november it's it's phoenix so you know we're, we're a little sweaty and now he let us ride in the front and i think we even offered like hey let us get in the back and that no he he was really cool dude uh, i think he was a football coach um but yeah i'm i'm glad he came along <laughs> but that so definitely uh, if you're gonna run a turkey trot make sure that you're ready to do a five miler um speaking of i probably need to get out there and do some training molly is looking at me she's like hey let's let's go for a run uh, my running coach here molly the collie so i probably should just get out and uh stop talking uh into this microphone and actually do some running get to that next thing on the list so i am gonna let the infinite calling close out the show today uh you can find the album at the infinite calling dot dot com uh, you can also stream it on Amazon or Spotify. Uh, which song to play? I don't know. They're all so good. It's like I said, it's one of those albums that I don't even skip a song. So um, I think I'm just going to go with the title track uh, to make it easy. And this is called Beyond the Illusion. Thank you for listening. Uh, I really appreciate you allowing me to be in your day. Uh, it means a lot. So. Take care, and I will talk to you next week.